Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me to preview the 2022 Host Plus Sample League season from a South Adelaide point of view is head coach Jared Wright. Jared, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Zach. Um, a couple of weeks from round one, it's all, all getting a bit, uh, a bit exciting. It certainly is. Uh, it seems so long ago, uh, dating back to that preliminary final, uh, obviously uh, very brave but didn't quite get over the line against Glenelg. Um, how did you dissect the game? And I guess um, moving forward over summer, what do you think you needed to sort of put in place just to take that next step to a grand final berth this year? Yeah, we... Um Oh, look, we, we reviewed um, the game internally as a, as a, as a coaching um, coaching group and, and, and Brent Riley's come on board as our new GM of footy. So we've, we've done a little bit of work on it um, in regards from in regards to a um, you know, strategy um, dissecting the game. We actually haven't – we didn't review it as a, as, a, as a playing group purely because of um, – we've had – Twelve players out of that, mm-hmm. uh, ten or twelve players out of the prelim side are no longer with us. So we, we've pretty much got a, a, a new deck of cards to work with. So it was really irrelevant in regards to the majority of the group that are that are starting with this year. So um, yeah, obviously the game was um, was a, a very momentum game. That um, you know, Glenelg got the jump on us, and then we 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 got back into the game and, and got in front and. Um, you know, if you if you take some more opportunities and, and you get a bit more scoreboard pressure on a half time, it you know it could be a bit of a different story. But um, you know, they were the, the form and quality team all year and we just couldn't really peg back that couple of goal um, differential in the last quarter after, you know, Jason Horn Francis hit the post twice and mm-hmm. would have put us, you know, I think nine or, or probably ten or eleven points down at one stage and we had the momentum but, you know, we Missed a couple of goals and then they go down and kick one and it's a 25 point game with five minutes to go and sort of you know um, you know a dead ball from there but um, no, look we two prelims in a row now so you know certainly we're we're trying to, to find that um, that balance of getting a little bit more consistency mid year to be mm-hmm. able to, to finish top three and get a double chance rather than doing it from the um, you know from the long run up from fourth or fifth so yeah. that's a, that's certainly the aim internally. Um, but like I said, we've we've got a a new deck of cards to work with. So um, you know, it, it will certainly be a um, a bit of a time and development for us in the early stages of the season. I was going to touch on that. Um, it is a big factor for you down there at Norlunga this year, given that um, you've lost a lot of those sort of really reliable veteran type of mid tier guys, like your your Alex Kalotos, your Ben Harans, Nick Schwartz, uh, Anthony Beemans. These sort of guys um, left the footy club. Obviously, um, yeah, time moves on, but um, they're tough to replace, aren't they, in, in a Sanford club? Yeah, it is, uh, and that's sort of that, that's sort of probably where we need to, you know, just balance the expectations a little bit of, you know, previous results, and and, and I guess you know, looking at the recruits we've brought in, we've, we've brought in some really, you know, some really young and, and good talent, um, but you know, we we have lost nearly six hundred games of. Mm-hmm. Of sample experience, so you know Joel Cross, you know two hundred, um, Colotto one hundred, Haran one hundred, um, Nick Schwartz was ninety five, Beamans was an eighty five to ninety game player, I think as well, and um, and then you you had you, know, you had on you know your Sam Skinner and you know, Jason Hall Francis, Matty Roberts, you know yeah. Daniel Noves come in and you know it was a, a bit of a target for us, so we we, we have lost uh, a lot of experience with that senior. Senior body um, with the, men, the names you mentioned before, and 
and we've you know replaced them with you know some really good 19 to 22 year olds mm-hmm. um but again a lot of those players haven't really played much footy because they've been in melbourne the last two years so yeah. um we we feel like um we, we've we've replaced some really good talent um, really good speed and, and really good i guess ball users uh, but we have lost some season experience in that that inside grunt and um, you know, those seasoned bodies. So um, as much as we're really happy with our list and we, we feel like we've, we've got um, some good players in the door, it, mm. it, it will take some time just to to get everyone on, on speed to the way we want to play, um, get used to the level of the competition. You know, it's a quality competition and, mm. um, yeah, we're, um, we're really excited with, with the group we've got. It's just, you know, we've... We're just expecting, um, you know, in the back half of the year, I think if we can get ourselves into a position, I think we'll, we'll see some growth um, you know, yep. week to week. Is that what we can sort of glean, I guess, from a, um outside point of view, just looking purely at scores? Obviously, you um, have lost the first two trial games. Is it going to take a little bit of time? And, and what have you gleaned from those first two trials, Jared? Uh, yeah, so certainly, um, the I guess the central scratchy that we played was was pretty much what it was really. I think we had I think eleven or twelve um, starting eighteen players not playing in that game, so that was mm-hmm. a, that was basically a bit of a development game for us. Um, mm-hmm. And on the weekend, yeah, it was a, a really solid hit out against a a quality unit in Sturt. They um, <clears throat> we both pretty. You know, we're pretty close to full strength. I think we both had probably four players out of our starting 18. I think, you know, Abe Davis, Battersby, Fahi Sparks didn't play for them. And um, we had, you know, Mitchie O'Neill, Amon Wilkinson, um, Matty Rosak, Skipper, Jake Simon, and uh, all not play. <laughs> Excuse me. So we had the like-for-like players in and out, but they were – it was a really combative game for a trial match. Like we, were, um, we were really pleased with the outing that we had and – um, you know, the game was, was pretty close all game, really. So um, mm-hmm. we took a lot out of it. Uh, we learned a little bit, you know, uh, defensively. Um, we learned a bit offensively. But, again, there was, I think, 14 out of the 25 players that played haven't we haven't, haven't played together yet. So yeah. um, you can just see that, that connection and that, um, you know, consistency throughout each forwards, mids and back Um uh, line groups were, you know, still much improved from the centrals game, but um, there, there's still a fair bit of growth in the team, which is which is exciting because we, mm. you know, we generated 26 shots on goal, and um, mm-hmm. you know there was a, a really good good outing in that sense. But we just need to tighten up a few areas um, with a bit of cleanliness and a bit of defensive stuff. So, but um, time will, will um, time will be on our side for another couple of weeks into round one. Speaking of that uh, development uh, through the back half of the year and obviously 19, 20-year-olds getting used to the competition, I guess, three that spring to mind, Oscar Brownless and uh, Clara Vino and also um, Sam Ramsey all coming from AFL lists. Um, How are they settling in, I guess? Um, There's, I guess, in a nutshell, those sort of players you're referring to. Yeah, um, they're settling in really good... um you know, what we've brought in is um, some really good people um, and, and, and generally, obviously, clubs would, you know, always look at, um, you know, players, um, uh, I guess, you know, leadership qualities and the type of people they are and, and we've brought in some really quality people into the footy club, um, which has been great to, to continue that, I guess, that, that culture that we're building um, down here. We're all on the same page in that sense, but, um, 
yeah, Oscar Brownless has been terrific. Um, again, he's only played you know nine or eight games of, of state league footy in two years. Um, you know, VFL he played eight games in the VFL last year and the year before that in play. Um, Sam Ramsey was the same from Carlton. You know, he against mm. played seven games or eight games in two years. Um, you know, Cloverino's uh, had some AFL um, exposure, and, and same with Ryan Garthwaite over you know the last probably four to five years. But again, haven't played much footy the last few years. So, um, you know, that was their first full hit out on the weekend, and um, <clears throat> you know you can just tell that. You know, speaking to him after the game, it's just like wow, like you just forget how <laughs> how much you want to prepare for preseason. You do the running and you match him, but. There's nothing like a proper game of, mm-hmm. <laughs> of having a good blowout. So, um, yep. you know, they're um, they're all under the age of 23. Um, I think Oscar and um, you know is 21 or 22, and Sam's the same, 21. And you know, Ollie Davis is 19 years of age. Um, uh, we've got a young lad from Tassie, um, John Menzies as well. He's only 18 out of the under 18 system, and mm-hmm. um, so we've yeah brought in some really some really good youth, and it'll just take. Um, you know, some time for us just to get onto the the same page, but we're we're, we're really buoyant with where we're where we're heading. You touched on Ryan Garthwaite there, obviously coming off uh, the an outstanding list in the Richmond Footy Club, so pretty tough to get a gig and squeeze himself into that side. He was seen as uh, chiefly a, a defender with the Tigers, but um, I've noticed he's been hitting the scoreboard a bit with you at South Adelaide. Are you sort of toying with the idea of playing him in attack? Yeah, um, Ryan. Uh, again, we've got some really good flexibility with with some of the keys that we've brought in with be able to to play forward and hand or back. And um, Ryan um, was a forward at that junior level. Um, and you know, once he went to the Tigers, he he went into the back half of the field and and was just a really strong um, key defender. And you know, obviously, you know, Richmond one of the best defensive teams with the way they set up around the contest and around the ball and. Um, but in our discussions with Ryan, he, he, he was pretty pretty keen to be able to um, to be able to play in the front half, and, and mm. you know we had a we had a couple of roles available as you know we 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 brought Sam Skinner in to be a forward, and then you know we flipped him back, and then yeah. you know with losing Nob Skinner, you know we um, and Benny Har, and we, we had mm. multiple key position roles to fill. So we said, no, we're, we're more than happy to play him up front, and <clears throat> he's been really dangerous, um, you know, in our forward line. Of, I think he had probably, you know, multiple marks inside 50 on the weekend as a really key presence, which then can release Sammy Overall to, you know, have a, you know, maybe not the, the best the best defender every week. But, um, you know, we flipped um, Ryan down back in the last quarter and he, he looked really strong down back. So we, we've got yeah. that flexibility with some of our keys. But, um, yeah, you'll certainly see Ryan in the front half um, um, at the start of the season. Fairy tale recruiting story of the off season was uh, former skipper Keegan Brooksby returning to Norlunga, uh, obviously in a very unconventional manner, um, flying in and out from Melbourne. But how's it sort of been going? The juggle with it so far, and I guess uh, the use of things like Zoom nowadays uh, make it a little bit easier. Yeah, well, obviously we just touched on that before the before the interview that we're talking about COVID's, you know, brought in some. Uh, some, I guess, new work management strategies and policies with, you know, not having to be at your desk 40 hours a week to actually be at work and, and that's the same with Keegan. Um, you know, he's he's been really active in in his commitment to the football club and um, he was really adamant um, in our discussions in the off-season that, 
you know, he wanted to, to finish his career at South Adelaide. And, um, you know, luckily enough for him, he, he got a, a job at, at Hawthorne, um, you know, in their NGA program, and, um, which is a, a, a 0.7, um, a 0.7 job essentially. So, um, you know, there was, there was no weekend work and, and no Friday, you know, work for him and he can work, work remotely as well. So there's, he, he's been, you know, really present here at the footy club, um, throughout our meetings, obviously via, via teams. And then, but he's also been down here, um, a fair bit with work and, and been able to work and train and, and, and really, you know, I guess buy into to what we're, what we're trying to build here. And, mm. and Keegan was a big part of that with his, you know, with his dad and his uncle, you know, playing a lot of football here and, um, you know, Keegan's you know, been here since he was you know, five years old planting trees around the Adder, you know, back in 1994. So yeah. um, he's a big part of the footy club and, and yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll certainly be able to perform and and keep up to um, to standard with, um, you know, he's training with Hawthorne still at the moment. So he's, you know, he's still getting full AFL, you know, training access. And um, once he's been here, he hasn't looked out of place at all. One of the great things uh, to view from afar at South Adelaide uh, has been the development of the junior program and, and seeing some of those um, promising youngsters flush up through the senior system when we saw it come to fruition last year with Jason Horn, Francis and Matty Roberts, Arlo Draper, these sort of guys. Um, who's the next wave coming through? I know you probably can't promise they're going to be the same uh, high-end quality, Jared, but um, yeah, who are some of the uh, youngsters on the track that have impressed you and might um, push for a round one berth? Uh, yeah, the... Um the, the quality of the kids that are coming up um, you know, has been pretty well noted with our, our draftability of players over the, the past you know four to five seasons through the through the junior academies and, and our senior programs. So that's that's been really a really good um, I guess recruiting tool for the footy club, um, getting us on the map a little bit with uh, with the football program. Um, but certainly the kids that are coming through, you know, probably from from last year, we we seen Nick Kramer um, come in in his first year and, and played a couple of games and and looked really stable at the level and, and he's had a really good preseason um, and you know you know we'll look to we'll look to fight a spot um, you know well, I would say early in the season um, he's, he's played a couple of league trials now and, and and looked really good on the inside and I think that's that's just the growth of um, of Nick's footy has been been really good mm. um, probably the the Two, two guys that have come up from the under-18 program this year that have certainly been really impressive is, you know, Isaac Burt um, was, mm-hmm. was close to close to getting a look at, um, you know, through the rookie the rookie stages. Um, but, you know, not everyone can get drafted and, and there were some things he needs to work on and, and he's, he's put them into place and he's really good speedy, um, you know, winger that can, um, you know, take a, a good aerial catch and, um, yeah, we're, we're certainly... You know, looking to grow his game and, and, and give him some exposure uh, when he's ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, we, we certainly think that that you know could be in the in the, the first half of the season. Certainly, with the way he's been um, way he's been training and, and executing at, at reserves level so far, and yeah. probably the the, the bolter of, of the group is um, has been one of I guess one of Hornets close mates, Lockie Hayes. Um, you know, Halle Cove product and. Has, um, hasn't really didn't really play much footy in his seventeenth year, and um, come up to Mark Clayton at the start of last year and said, "No, I want to, I want to be a small defender, not a not a winger," because there was a, a lot of wingers coming through, and um, mm. come third in our under eighteen medal last year, and he's come in and and um, 
and hasn't put a foot wrong. So yeah. he's um, you know, really good, you know, speedy, you know, um, small defender has a you know has a real crack and, and competes and gives a bit of bounce off half back. So we, you know, he's played both league trials and, and really played really well. And um, you know, Matty Rose is still just just coming back from from his shoulder at the moment and. Um, you know, with with round one nearing upon us, um, you know, Lockie's you know certainly in the in the mix of our you know of our back line, you know, nine or ten that we're mm. we're looking to, to try and fit in. So we'll yeah. we'll see how that plays out. But you know, certainly those two players um, from the under eighteen program have, have, have been really promising. Excellent. Look forward to seeing them develop and get their opportunity in twenty twenty two. Just having a quick look at it, some. Uh, Features of the fixture for South Adelaide. Nice to um, get back home there at Flinders University Stadium for Good Friday against Sturt. Obviously, uh, the footy club kicked off that tradition all the way back in 2012, and it was against Sturt, in fact. And uh, so you've got that one as a nice highlight. And then also home again on the holiday Monday, which has become a bit of a tradition as well, uh, this time against North Adelaide. Yeah, yeah really quality, um, I guess, uh, games and events for us to have here, and um, you know, we, we generally see a, a really good um, crowd um, at both those games of you know around you know, two and a half to three and a half thousand people. So um, you know, with you know, with COVID obviously settling down a little bit and, and living with um, in society and, and, and people getting back out and about, it, you know, it's really exciting. Um, you know for that to be happening on the eve of round one and, and we just really hope that all the, the South Adelaide supporters can can buy a membership and uh, and really come out to support the players and, and that that's goes along with all the other state league clubs which is just it's a really good competition um, I think it's growing in a stature again it's going to be really tight this year there's you know some really good recruits coming in and um, you know basically you know every week you've got to be on your game to be able to to win a game of football and, that, and I think that's the, the testament of the competition it's just it's, um, it's a really strong comp and um, we're excited to, to kick it off in a couple of weeks' time against Centrals. And before you do that, though, uh, it's going to be well worth uh, people's while to go and have a look at your last trial match because you've got up against uh, the reigning Premier Woodville West Torrens and, uh, yeah, they're obviously going to be travelling pretty well after having a win in their last trial. Yeah, certainly. Um, oh, they probably the, the most dominant club um, in the last 20 years. Um, you know, if you look at grand finals played in, and, and I think they've only missed the finals once in mm-hmm. 15 years. So, um, you know, their reserves are really strong. Again, their under-18s are in a grand final most years. So they've, they've got they've got the depth coming through year in, year out, and and they recruit really well. So they'll, um, you know, they'll, they'll certainly be a really tough matchup for us. And, and we're really excited that we've played Sturt and Eagles that have got real, I guess, consistent lists um, that, that we're playing and so we're learning a lot as a group and um, we certainly seen some good growth last week against Sturt and, and, and really really keen to, to, to give the guys a good test against the, the reigning back-to-back premiers this week and um, you know, from there we'll be able to find our best mix and, and plan for round one. Beautiful, Jared. Well, good luck with uh, round one and good luck for the 2022 Host Plus Sandful League season from a South Adelaide perspective. Thanks very much for your time on Sandful Radio. Beautiful. Thanks, Zach.